0: They want to boost the visibility of period positivity. I'm not joking, I see you glaring at me, but this is an actual color that Pantone has released. to another edition of Probo Upfront Podcast, episode number 13, if I'm counting correctly, and I believe I am, even though I went to Texas A&M University. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the director of Decorum and Debates, Dr. Kirby Hossaman. (laughs) Kirby,
1: how the hell are you? You know what? I'm doing well, and you know why, Bill? Why is that, Kirby? Because I did not submit myself to that shit show that was on television last night that we called a debate i didn't watch it and so based on what what i've heard based on what i've heard it was the best decision i've made in quite some time so i'm doing great how are you
0: i'm doing great i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i just come up with these names out of you know out of thin air or somewhere else Um, i'm doing well thank you for asking it's getting about ready to get really nice and crisp here it's my favorite time of year It's it's getting to be autumn, and so this weekend I'm so excited because the highs are going to be like 62, 63. The lows are going to be about low 40s. I'm going to have the fire pit going. I'm going to have the TV out there for football to watch A&M get their asses kicked by Alabama by at least 77 points. It's going to be a great weekend. But you know what else is great, Kirby? What's up, Bill? Oh, my gosh, how do you know to ask every week? It's amazing. (laughs) That's why we've won three Pyramid Awards, my friend, because you know stuff like that. I will tell you what makes me happy, Kirby, our good pals over at Promo Pulse. That's right. Promo Pulse, Jason Noakes, who absolutely destroyed – I don't know what I was about to say there. (laughs) Absolutely killed – Making our theme music here. He really has done a great job there. He is the author of that theme music. But I tell you what, he's also the founder and president and CEO and the major guy in charge over there at Promo Pulse. Now, if you're not familiar with Promo Pulse, it's that one-stop app for the entire promotional industry. That means for you, for me, for everybody. It's all inclusive. They, they are convenient. You can search via the app. They send out emails to tell you what's going on. Look, Kirby's got it on his phone right there, his iPhone 3S very impressive kirby mm. it's your spot for ideas inspiration information it includes content from more than just suppliers a lot of people mm. think it's just supplier ads but it's not it's got a lot of information from thought leaders service providers like ppai asi hossman marketing <laughs> brand of eight, yeah and, and and of that ilk and also it's free to use that's right it doesn't cost a thing it costs nothing yeah not even time. It takes so little to download. It doesn't even cost you time. All you do is all the content's free. It's free
1: to download and use. It's really, really great stuff. And I know you use it every day, Kirby. Yeah, I do. It's, it's Again, it's the place that you check in um, to get sort of a temperature on what's going on in the industry. Yeah. What are the main stories? And I, again, I love what you're saying. Some, like, some of the best content in the industry is shared there on Pulse. So yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, I've heard of a lot of distributors who use it as sort of a great research tool. Yep. It's one of the things that jason and i were talking about is it's got sort of the phone numbers of the suppliers built in which is a nice kind of you while you're on the go you can grab and call and because that's one of those things that so many times you just don't have that right in front of you so you you don't and it's a great like you said great place to check the temperature of the
0: industry every single day download it for free over at the app store or google play depending on which mobile device you use not going to be sorry you did now kirby I think we're in for a little bit of a bumpy ride today. Um, So you know what you said, let's check the temperature. That's how you check the temperature of the industry every week. I have a feeling we're running a little bit hot today. So you've got the promo up front. That's the first topic we're going to talk about every week here on the promo up front podcast. Kirby, I am officially bracing for impact.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's funny. I was talking to somebody this week and they said, you know, you and Bill do this a lot. Do you ever run out of topics? And I'm like, there are times... Where you know it's yeah. thinner than others, sure. Right. But this is not one of those times for me. Yeah. So uh, I actually was I struggled to pick, but no, I, I am going to go. I've got topic overload, Kirby. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with. Um, you probably saw the story. Uh, Bic Graphic announced they that did. they are changing their name to the Koozie Group. Yeah, and I was. <clears throat> um, I so had I, it on my list yeah, too. Yeah, I had a feeling and i certainly have some input on this or opinions yeah. on this it was fascinating when that went up yeah. and honestly one of the things i did once i realized that it wasn't a joke i um actually started asking people around the industry like mm-hmm. and uh the reaction was pretty unanimous but i'm i'm going to yeah. i want to ask your opinion on this before i really dive in.
0: I, I didn't ask anybody because I assumed everybody thought the same thing I did. Are you kidding me? Is that the name you've picked? That's that's the best you could do. I understand that they needed to change their name from Bitgraphic. It was a contractual thing. Their licensing agreement with BIC was running out and part of the, the acquisition by H-E-G Capital, HIG Capital, I should say, um, prevented them from using the BIC name or at least made it monetarily not conducive. I'm not sure the exact details. Bottom line, they needed to change their name. Um, so I saw some people getting very upset. Oh man, I can't believe you jettisoned the name Bick. First of all, not a choice, had to do it. So right. stop squawking about that. Right. Number two, that everybody took that opportunity to squawk about their customer service. Again, not the issue here, move that aside, <laughs> but you've got, you've got an, what, what are, one of the things they had was an opportunity to really do something special. And they missed, in my opinion, by every single account. Um, I love a good koozie. I use them all the time, but they sell more than just koozies. Just like big graphic sell, sold more than just pens. And so to lump, basically say our company name is a product to me is the most myopic thing you can do. Mm-hmm. I understand the thought behind it. They, the, I believe if I read it was Jeff Limes, Dale Limes, son. Uh, from halo said um, that they did a lot of, of speaking internally and they thought that the word koozie brought up universal joy and happiness it evokes great memories and so on and so forth i agree but you don't name your company that it just doesn't make sense to me so i i applaud the effort but man to me it's a
1: huge
0: opportunity missed yeah i Kirby, thought it was, what I, do I, you say
1: yeah i thought it was a joke I, I honestly was waiting for the punchline. I like koozie. Mm. Sure, it evokes memories that are positive. It also right. evokes the fact that you're trying to hide the fact that you're drinking a Bud Light. Right. Like, it, and it is also one of the inexpensive pro- one of those inexpensive products that can end up in a landfill. They might have. Yeah. They might as well name themselves stress balls. Yeah. Like, I, I thought this was a monumental. Like, name yourself X Y Z. Yeah, it would have made more sense to me. (laughs) Here's the other thing. Not every new entity
0: or or renamed entity in the industry needs to be something group. Let's move past that, okay? (laughs) Let's think about that for a second. Uh, No, they had an opportunity to be do something really cool, really special, really innovative. And to me it was, and I, am sure that people work very hard on it. So I want to be very careful with what I say here. It, but it feels on the surface, it feels lazy. I know it wasn't a lazy decision, right? But my goodness, looking at it, it's just like, are you kidding me? That's like McDonald's saying, Hey, we can't use the name McDonald's anymore. So we're going to call ourselves Nuggets,
1: burgers, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still yeah. get it. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and again, like you said, I think one of the challenges of any branding exercise, any creative exercises no. is that we can from 10,000, you know, you know, from the backseat, throw out that they're, they're doing a crappy job. This was just one, of, like literally every single person I say this to that hasn't read it. Yeah, I've told multiple people. I was like, you're kidding, yeah. right? That's the, that's the response. So
0: okay, I, I wish them success. I yeah. you know, and I you know, apparently a lot of people have customer service issues with them. I don't know anything about that. I hope they're great, greatly successful. I just don't get the name Kirby. Last night, I don't know if you're aware of this. You read, you told, said something about it. There was a debate last night between huh. the sitting president Donald J. Trump and his um, his opponent on the Democratic side, Joe Biden, former vice president. This is not a political discus- discussion, but I want to talk about the speed of merchandise that both campaigns are putting out which is phenomenal to me it really speaks to how much both campaigns are leveraging merchandise so uh you know the unfortunate death of of justice Ruth bader ginsburg has uh you know donald trump wanting to fill that seat very quickly within 24 hours of her passing his campaign was producing shirts that say fill that seat which you can buy, which, but again, I'm just saying, again, <laughs> okay. not a political discussion, but just a speed of merchandise discussion. Really, that's yeah. where my head's at here. Okay. And then last night during the debate, there was uh, one moment of maybe 7,465 where decorum was breached. You should have been there. You are the doctor of decorum and decor- <laughs> decorating, yeah. uh, a do- director of decorum and debates. I'm sorry. Um, but there's one moment where Joe Biden got frustrated with. Um, with President Trump and said, Will you shut up, man? Today, they had t shirts on the <laughs> Biden website. He said, Will you shut up? Uh, will you just shut up? And they took it down. Either they took it down or they sold out. My guess is they took it down because um, it's a 404 error if you go on the internet to look for it. But it was very interesting. And I thought, What regardless which candidate you're for or against or whatever. What's amazing to me is both of them are really latching to the power of promotional mm-hmm. merchandise to, you know, really broaden their appeal as much as they can. I don't know if there's a discussion there, but I think it's really just a testament to what we do as an industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe think a couple times before you print those t-shirts, because I have a feeling those Biden ones got taken down. What do you say about that Kirby Hasselman of Hossman marketing?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, the idea that I, I love the idea that we are acting uh, with that sort of speed and the understanding yep. that one of the things that promotional Marketing does is help to create a tribe. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I know Roger's book, Roger Burnett's book, Red Goldfish, talked a little bit about this. Actually, uh, Mark Schaefer's book, Marketing Rebellion, talks yes. about this. The Absolutely. idea that the ultimate thing is that you put somebody's tattoo yeah. uh, logo tattooed on your body. Right. Well, the next step to that is wearing a t shirt. The next step yeah. to that is wearing headphones with a logo on it. Right. And so the idea that that t shirt really does send a signal of who which tribe you stand for. The, the, yeah. The make American Great hat again hat, whether you like it or you don't, it sends mm-hmm. a signal of who you are for it's um, an extension of it becomes
0: an extension of your personal brand yeah, right exactly I, right. It's, the, it's the updated version of well i 'm brand loyal to Sony, I like their televisions and things like that, so yeah. totally agree with that. you know what else I agree with Kirby what's that. My product of the week, because last week I forgot and we did it kind of late. But I got to tell you, my product of the week this week, the one ounce bottle of hand sanitizer. It is so awesome right now. And I got this uh, last week when I took one of my sons to Auburn, or both my Mm -hmm. sons to Auburn to go look. uh, War Damn Eagle, maybe. I don't know. We don't know where they're going yet. But this was in their goodie bag that they gave both my kids and all the people who were going on tour. And I thought, now what a great little cost-effective, certainly on point these days, uh, promotional product that, uh, gosh, I use them all the time. Every time I get out of a store or something, I'm still hand sanitizing. I thought, you know, we don't, uh, it's not sexy. It's not the coolest thing in the world. But right now, I love these things so much. What a great, great branding here. Just awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Well, and I think one of the things that a, that a university right now is trying to sell you, whether you want, they want you to play football for them, or you just want them to attend is they want Mm. them, them, they're sending a signal to the parents to say, we care about your, your children and we're going to help keep them safe. That's that's one of the signals they're sending with that product. So I agree with that. It was just a cool one. All right, Kirby, you have another topic for us? Yeah, so I God, like I said, there's a lot. So we can there's make a lot it quick. going on, yeah. folks. Um, so PPAI the expo. Um, oh the, yes. So uh, obviously, this is something you've been um, talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say like, and I want to be clear. I don't mean it as like a doomsday prediction, but yeah. I think you've been saying, look, it's going to be really hard to to I do one it. in person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it, they've officially made that announcement. Correct. And they've they've announced they're going to do something virtually. Yes. Um give you the floor your take on it i have some opinions but i want to give you a chance to talk about
0: it. um you know i i my guess is and i've not spoken with paul bellantone about it i i know that uh, the association is very desirous to have a limited capacity show but i think as the the summer went on it became increasingly apparent that that was going to be difficult if not even impossible mm-hmm. Um, I think for me the death knell where I just got it even out of my brain was when CES uh, decided they were going virtual it wasn't canceled but they're gonna not have an in-person event it's going to be a live virtual event much like PPAi and I know they're very careful with their language as they should be PPAi Expo is not canceled it's a live virtual event it's just not in person um, I think I, I, I think they're gonna do the best they can with that I think yeah. I think my guess is by the time that happens, I'm sure they're going to do some innovative things that I can't even imagine. So Alan Tucker and Alan Peterson and Paul Bellantone and all the good folks here are going to figure out what to do. But I think we are very close to, especially as we go into fall and spring, I think we're going to be all virtual meetings out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of predictors saying, hey, you know, the virtual meetings are here to stay. And I believe they are to an extent but, uh, you know, when the pendulum sings so far one way, yeah. and especially when it's been forced to swing that way, the natural reaction for human beings is to push back and say, uh-uh, I want it, want it kind of back the way it was, at least as much as we can. So um, I think it was a smart decision. I think yeah. it was an appropriate decision. Um, I, you know, I, I have my uh, opinions as to why it took so long. Um, But I I think those are obvious, you know, there's contractual things and force majeures and things like that. Do you have to take into consideration and there's a lot of money on the table. And so, um, you know, PPAI, uh, you know, they did what they had to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, and I think I, I'm like, I think a lot of people that if they had it, I was kind of planning on going like, I I think I'm probably more apt to travel than other people. I'm more, and again, not because I'm trying to be irresponsible. I mask up, I hand sanitize, I wash all that sort of thing. Sure. But I was like looking, man, I really want to do it. But the moment they announced it, I was like, Oh, that's big news. But I totally, I totally get it. And I knew that it was coming. Um, I'm actually curious to Mm -hmm. see because like, Again, like obviously we're doing a virtual event, you're helping yep. me with that. So thank you. Um, and I think that there are platforms that do it better than others. So, and I, you know, PPAI is not gonna do it on the cheap, right? Yeah. I, I believe that they will put something together that's very, as interactive Absolutely. as it can possibly be. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to I it. Am too. And the idea that I don't have to get the Vegas cough and I don't have yeah. to, like there's still some things that I'm like, eh. I'm not going to miss that. Yep. Um, so yeah. I, and the, the idea that, and this, this is the, if I'm going to tell on myself, Yeah. I won't be experiencing FOMO. Like if, if they had it, I was going because I, yeah. I, it would have bugged me if I didn't go. Yeah. Now I don't have to worry about that.
0: Well, and I agree with you. And I'm, you know, if I have opportunities to travel, I'm going to travel again. I, I mask up everywhere I go still, I get hand sanitize and, and so on and so forth. So I, I'm not like worried about traveling or anything like that. It's just, you know, I think that the regulations in Vegas right now, no more than 50 nope. people can have exactly. a room. So that's pretty I much mean, it that, right there. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, PPI made the right decision. Okay, Kirby, I'm going to be very careful with this one. Okay. Have you seen the new Pantone color? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, I am not joking with this. Okay. So Pantone uh, has revealed a new color. Now, what they do occasionally is they release colors to support a movement, a cause they believe in. For example, in May of la- of this year, they released Pippi Long Stocking Orange. Uh, as part of the Save the Children's Girl on the Move initiative. I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure it's a wonderful cause. And then last year in August, they partnered with the Ocean Agency to release three colors, a glowing blue, glowing yellow, and glowing purple um, that are based on the fluorescent colors produced by coral when they're threatened by warming oceans. Okay, So they release colors occasionally. Kirby, they released a bold new color called period, which is a red to combat menstruation taboos. So they wanna boost the visibility of period positivity. I'm not joking, I see you glaring at me, but this is an actual color that Pantone has released. And so my question to you, Kirby, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, uh, so I didn't know this. Yeah, I'm. So. John, seriously, I, I was flabbergasted when I saw. This. Let me get you. Let, you know what? I'm gonna yammer for a second. Let you get nope. your thoughts together. That's okay. totally fine.
1: I've, okay. I have a household full of women. I have two daughters. <laughs> I have a, a lovely bride. And the idea of celebrating making menstruation more positive, dude, move just, on. There's I, more important shit in the world to deal with. That's dumb. I just didn't know that it was a shameful thing.
0: I didn't know that there needed to be positivity related to that. And I'm like, so I read that. I read it like four times. I'm like, am I missing something
1: here? And I so talked this to is some the of- second topic of the of the week where I'm like, that you read it and you go. Yeah, what's the punchline? Yeah, I, I dude, could, I could have. I thought you were going three different directions as you said right. about that. I'm like, you know, is there? Are we tying into Black Lives Matter? Is right, we, Are right. we tying into yeah. you know big important issues? No, it's literally a pantomime. Oh, card, color is period,
0: and and it's just, I, I wasn't offended by it, but I was certainly taken aback by it, which I have to believe was the idea, that it was just going to shock people into talking about it. So we're talking about it. Mission accomplished. Kirby,
1: please tell me you have another topic i do uh so I, this is one again, this might be controversial it might not um but i it's this is actually unusual that I'm bringing up a ton of industry topics yeah, you,
0: usually it's me bringing up industry <laughs> yeah. topics and things that are
1: controversial yeah so um the the PPAI board election uh Sort of just completed, and now they're redoing. yeah, kinda. <laughs> um, so the concept is it, and I'm going to do this best I can, and then you can fill in the yeah. blanks. But essentially, they've changed the way that they do board appointments, board elections, mm-hmm. and uh, they just present one distributor and one supplier so that there's not any kind of going back. Right. They, pre- the they present a slate. Yep. And I really like that for me too, for what it's worth. We've and talked what, about that. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the reasons I like it is because I know that really smart, well-intentioned people have done a lot of research and vetting that I don't mm-hmm. have to do. Correct. They And they've done it based on the idea of what the board and the and the association needs correct. They look um, at skill sets. Yes, yeah. correct. They look yeah. at skill set.
0: So, what are they going to need over the next three four years? Yep. And so
1: they did that. Um, and and Noah Lapine was uh, mm-hmm. confirmed. He's the distributor. Correct. And I'm and I'm going to mess Alan this Tabaski. Up. Thank you, Alan Tabaski was the supplier, and he was not confirmed. Correct. I was freaking stunned when I, I heard was not. this. was The idea, dude. Yes or no. You need one more yes than I, no. And they like, that's crazy to me. I'll tell you why I wasn't stunned because Alan
0: Tabaski is, I can't, I don't know his title, but he he's very high up at bell promo, maybe sure. senior vice president, maybe president. I, I don't, I'm sorry, Alan, if you're listening. I wasn't surprised because when the slate was announced, and like you, I, I've spoken to Paul about this, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of talks about it in, in RAC board meetings and things like that, about that moving away from the, the traditional type of election where people are actually running against each other and mounting campaigns to where it was going to be vetted by a lot of smart people, the nominating committee uh, through, the, through the, uh, the PPAI board, and they would present a slate. When they announced the slate and I saw Alan Tabaski uh, was on there, I thought, I have no issue with that personally, but I will be stunned if he actually makes it on the board. And this is to me, and I'm sure I'm going to be barbecued for no end on this, and I don't care. To me, it is a lot of short-sighted people because all they think about is, well, Bell Promo owns discount mugs, and I know they steal clients. I guarantee you, nobody actually knows that. Okay, I'm well, now someone's going to say, "Absolutely, it happened to me, me, me." Fine, maybe it has happened, but if you don't think every single supplier has a distributor arm that you don't know about, you're sticking your head in the sand. I was going to say something else, but I held my tongue. You're sticking your head in the sand. At least they're open about it. Yeah. Okay. And there's a, and, there's a ton of
1: distributors who have other side business. Like th- this is so short-sighted. This it's is, is so. Extremely. And well, and it's, from my perspective, it's insulting to the board. It's insulting to, you know, the association who put in a bunch of work that quite frankly, you have not, you asshat. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the experts in the room. This is, uh, this is, this is offensive to me. Well, and, it, and, and, and by the way, the, the person who's uh, yeah. the, the supplier that's going to be put. Yeah. Up, Andrew Spellman, who I love. Great dude. This is not a knock on him at all. Um, no, I, and Alan, he'll do a great job. Every single yeah. person that gets to this position, and you know this, Bill, as, as being the president of the Rack Board, yep. like every single person has sweat, has literally bled yep. uh, service to our mm-hmm. uh, industry. Yep. It, I find it offensive that we couldn't get a yes vote on that. I, and I don't know Alan Tabaski. I, I wouldn't know him if you yeah. walked in my door right now. Right. But if if that happened to me, I'd be like, screw this industry. I, I'm
0: out. I wouldn't be screwing the industry but I'd probably be like don't ever ask me to volunteer again. Well that's exactly that's, what's going to happen. Embarrassing and you know it's one of the things that the slate was trying to prevent yes. because you'd have two people run for the distributor seat one would be elected the other one would be would not be and it was almost you feel shame and yeah. you don't want who you would it was getting hard to get people to want to run yeah. because oh. people weren't weren't uh, yeah and so Andrew Spelman let's talk about that just for a quick quick second Andrew is a great guy I've known him I think my entire time in the industry he's the magna group now he used to be a Victoria Knox one of the best dressed guys in the industry by the way (laughs) and just one of the nicest human beings ever he's going to do great on the board I knew Alan was doomed when they announced the slate and then about a week later they were going to have town hall meetings where people had the opportunity to ask questions and people all over the place like no way I'm voting for him no way I'm voting for him at every chance I had I said hey go to least to the town hall ask him the questions that you want answered ask him the questions about bell promo and discount mugs and how does that relationship work because maybe you don't know everything you think you do wow. right it, to me yeah. so I looked at it all and, it, and to me it's groupthink it's myopic. It's short-sighted. It's shitty. I don't understand. I do understand it, and I don't understand it. And I, I have a feeling. And I like you. I think it was disrespectful to the entire process because people made their minds up before uh, they ever had a chance to communicate to them. But I guess that's part of having a democratic style process. Yeah. The people spoke, and that it is what it is. I don't like it any more than you do, though. I'm I'm 100 on board with you. I just think it's short-sighted. Yep. Cool. All right, I said let's what go. I have to say
1: about this. <laughs>
0: it, do we have time for more
1: topics or should yeah, we have something fun? Well, yeah, let's fun? do let's do another topic and then we'll have some fun.
0: Um I don't
1: have another topic. You got another one? Absolutely. Go ahead. So, promotional products work week is again, I'm right. all industry right. all the time, baby. You so, are. next week uh, as this is dropping, Uh, on Friday. Uh, We are the kickoff to Mm -hmm. the Promotional Products work week. It's actually happening here in Coshocton, Ohio. birthplace of promotional products. Yep. It's called Born in Ohio. Actually, Paul Bellantone is here in Coshocton. Wow. So I I really appreciate him um, coming and being a part of it. Um, And so, yeah, really, I wanted to just kind of remind everybody that this is that time of year, even though this is a different year. And you know, because of social distancing, maybe you can't do some of the things that you might have done in the past. I would love to know, a, what you're doing, Bill. And mm-hmm. I, I actually am doing one thing that I'm excited about. But I'd be, I, I'd love to hear from the audience. Like this is one of those where, in the comments section, I would love to hear what yeah. people are doing to celebrate, even though socially distant, doing the things mm-hmm. the right way. What are we doing? to help elevate the industry because i think this is a cool thing that that ppi i think this is the ninth year yeah and and i think this is really cool but it only works if we all participate agreed
0: and so what i will say is maybe more than ever gosh i hate that phrase <laughs> I Hear it all the time and i've bitched about it um but uh promotion products work maybe more than they have before because they are such a connecting yes. piece between people who are in two different locations, and so I'm glad you brought up um, Promotion products work week. I'm glad Paul's there. I was part of the kickoff two years ago here in uh, Shelbyville, Tennessee, right. um, which uh, you know was pencil, uh, pencil capital USA for for decades and decades and decades, and we were Schepenko, and it was a great, great, great thing. So I'm so glad he's there. As far as what we're doing, I will be. You know, one of the things I missed most this year that's something I've been a part of for the last four or five years is lead was not able to go to Washington DC to advocate on behalf of the promotional products industry. And so I'm putting together a letter. Um, and I won't handwrite it because my handwriting, I look like a mental patient, um, <laughs> but uh, I will put together, I'm putting together a letter and sending a small promotional product to all of uh, the legislatures here in Tennessee, just so they remember the power of promotional products that were 96% small businesses and that we need those small businesses protected um, when legislation comes up. And so to me, you know, there's, there's different things you can do every day. That's usually Wednesday. I haven't looked this year, but that's, that's what I'm going to do. What we're going to do here at Brandovate, we want to make sure we're hitting those uh, legislators so that they remember Hey, you know, cause I've been to lead so many times. It's wonderful. You meet with the, sometimes the same staffers yeah. and they remember cause you hand them a journal like, Oh gosh, mine just ran out. Thank you. And it's yeah, wonderful. It's cool. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm glad you guys are kicking it off. Uh, remembering Jasper Meeks.
1: Yeah, that's right. No, it's cool. The first promotional product that sort of kicked off the industry is here. I'm yep. actually, uh, you know, because uh, you helped me put it together. But delivering marketing, Joy, the book. Yep. Uh, I think it was 2014, 2015. Yep. I wrote that. Um, there's a Kindle version. Uh, that whole week, uh, so it's next week when this awesome. airs will be free on oh, Kindle. Oh, cool! Very to, cool. Yeah, to to spread the word, I thought it would be a cool thing for us to do. So that's. I, I love that.
0: that. I yeah. love that, and I'm glad, like I said, glad Paul's up there and all that. All right, Kirby. We've had a weird. This is a weird podcast. So yeah. let's have a little fun. Yeah, we've been get, a little more angry than normal. <laughs> let's get a little more weird. Okay, cool. We're gonna play the name game. Okay. So uh, <laughs> NFL football is is here, and uh, the Browns, which is your your football team, is playing the Cowboys. This, they're playing oh, the Cowboys right. this week. That's so right. I thought, what's what's um, the Cowboys' record? Uh, it is one and two, hmm. and yours is two and one. Interesting. It'll be interesting, but that's not what we're talking about. Kirby, this is a name game. So I'm going to name a, a, an individual, and you have to choose one of three things. They're either a Browns player, former or present, a Cowboys player, former or present, or an adult film star. Okay? <laughs> Are you ready? I don't think so. <laughs> we'll start with an easy one. Okay. Remember, Browns player, Cowboys player, adult film star. Nick okay. Chubb. Well, that's a Browns player. That is a Browns player. He's a right But that, that,
1: that would have been a great one yeah. for the adult he, film but That's one. why
0: I am kind of setting yeah. the tone here. I'm yeah. setting the table. Kirby, that's what I do. I'm a giver. Yeah.
1: Uh, number two, Zach Banner. Zach Banner. Uh, I'm going to go Browns player. Uh, very nice. He
0: played with the Browns in 2017. He's currently with the Steelers. Lex Steele.
1: <laughs> Lex Steele. That's an adult film star. Wait, well, you're three for three. <laughs>
0: And why do you know your adult <laughs> film stars?
1: Hey, you know porn is right. fantastic. Lance Rensel, I think that's a Browns player. Wrong, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys player, Cowboys wide player. receiver,
0: nineteen sixty-seven to seventy. Yeah. Chris,
1: you, you were just—you were like seventeen then, right? Okay, Chris Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be a great name for a golfer. Yeah, it would. Uh, I'm going. Cowboys? Adult film actor Chris okay. Strokes. Okay, that's Kelly that's Blackwell. Kelly Blackwell. Let's go
0: Browns player. Cowboys tight end, 1992. Isaiah Standback. Let's go Cowboys player. Okay, very good. Wide receiver from 2007 to 2008. Tyler Nixon.
1: Yeah, that name sounds really familiar. Is that a Browns player?
0: No, it's an adult film star. That's probably why it sounds familiar to you. <laughs> mike saxon
1: i don't like this game uh (laughs) mike saxon let's go cowboys good he was the punter from 1985 to
0: 1992 so he got a lot of action he got a lot of action rod barksdale barksdale Uh, Mm -hmm. let's go browns cowboys player wide receiver 87 to 88 bo lacy
1: Your poker face is fantastic. Um, Bo Lacey. adult films.
0: Nope. Browns offensive tackle, 2004. All right, now th- these these going to be get, we're getting a little harder now. Duke Johnson. Oh, that's a Browns player. Yeah, what? Very good. 2015 to 2018. Chris Johnson.
1: Uh, did he? Because he was with the Titans, so I'll go. I'll go Cowboys. Adult
0: film actor. Oh. Last one, Kirby. <laughs> Fair hooker. Uh, fair hooker, that's got to be a Cowboys player. Browns, pl- Brown's <laughs> wide receiver from 1969 to 1974. Very well done, Kirby. I think I think we all learned a little bit about you today. <laughs> since I know last week uh, people got to learn some things about me, we learned some things about you today I'm not sure we want to talk about. But what <laughs> we do want to talk about, Kirby, is our big pal, Jason Noakes over at Promo Pulse, the author, the guitarist, the musician who penned and played the wonderful Promo Upfront podcast theme music you get to hear every week here at the home of the Eight podcast network. I don't know what that is. I just made it up. But anyway, Jason is also the CEO and president of Promo Pulse. Great app. It's the one-stop app for the entire promotional products industry. It's convenient place for ideas, inspiration. You get a lot of content there and it's absolutely 100% for use. Won't cost you even. It's a no brainer. It is a no. Just put it on your phone. Just put (laughs) it on your phone. It's not that hard. It works and it's awesome. So we thank you Jason Oakes, for your friendship and sponsorship and Kirby, I thank you for having the courage to talk about colors, to talk about elections I didn't say the other, I was going to say another word, but I didn't. I came (laughs) close. Talking about elections, talking about PPIX, we're talking about promotional products work week. Kirby, I thank you and I thank our listening audience.